Welcome to a new episode of NY Just Fans with hosts Davin and Kyle. Please make sure to follow us on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast and also subscribe to our YouTube channel, NY Just Fans, as we come to y'all with another episode. And man, oh man, it's, it's, getting, it's getting a little bit ugly out here, you know. The Just First preseason game is on Saturday. Um, of course, we got we got my boy Kyle here with us. So what's going on, Kyle? How you feeling? I said, everything's good, bro. Just, I said, waiting for the countdown for to actually see some, uh, you know, some Jet football and having them play against, mm-hmm. you know, someone else besides themselves, you know, for the for the season to start. Yeah, and um, no disrespect, but, uh, you know, myself or Kyle, I don't think Kyle watched the uh, Hall of Fame game <laughs> and there's no disrespect, <laughs> but I'm kind of glad and, um, you know, it's, yeah, but it is what it is. We're glad football's back overall. But um, let's talk about this uh, green and white scrimmage. Oh, man. Um, there, there's been, um, I'm going to say, half Jet fans saying that Wilson um, playing horrible and they know he's going to be a failure after that. And then there's half of Jets fans saying he's a rookie, let him slide, let him do what he got to do. So, um, what what is your take on on Zach Wilson's um, performance, and who do you think performed really well on the uh, offense and defensive side? Uh, as far as his performance, man, I'm not going to, you know, throw him under the bus at this very point in time. But like you said, you know, he is a rookie. He's learning yes. the offense. He's, you know, learning his personnel. And right. at the end of the day, you know, you have to – also think about the fact that okay he's going up against a defense that we're expecting to be really good right so as a rookie learning a new system i'm expecting to see these types of um you know bumps in the road in terms of his uh you know his progressions Correct. so and i mean like i saw one of the the plays where you know the ball got picked off you know he was a little bit he led crowder a little bit too much on the pass which mm-hmm. allowed, um, I think it was uh, a joiner to kind of like jump in and try to almost pick off the pass and the ball kind of just like fluttered up in the air and Mosley yes. picked it off. So, you know what I mean? Like in a situation like that, you know what I mean? You obviously you want him to be a little bit more in time with the ball, but you know, like I said, this is, this is the time where he needs to be making those mistakes so that he can correct them, you know, as the season, you know, before the season starts. So that's, that's, where I'm at with Wilson. And then as far as, you know, the standouts, you know, it's, it's the, the usual suspects, you know, Carl Lawson is Carl Lawson and mm-hmm. Elijah Moore is Elijah Moore. And it's, you know, it's, <laughs> you know what I mean, that you can uh, say about that, you know? Yeah. And you know what, to me, a lot of fans was very impressive with the cornerbacks. Like they really loved how those guys was bringing the energy in just the whole defense in general. And I think Jets fans was very excited about that defense. And it was like, it was like, wow, you know, the guys was just going out there getting it, you know, and that's, that's, that's very exciting for us because remember we was very suspect about our, 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 you know, our like a little bit of our linebackers and most of our uh, cornerbacks. So, you know, that's great news for, for us, for us fans, but you know, there was some passes where, Zach Wilson got the ball in there, you know, we put the zip in it. And then there's some passes. It's like, yeah, but you know, just like I said, he's, he's a rookie, you know, 
there's some fans that's optimistic about him, and I understand why. You know, we haven't really had a, a really a franchise quarterback. When was the last time, uh, Kyle, that we had an actual franchise quarterback that we can be proud of and say that's our quarterback? You know, um, I'm gonna say Chad because even though Sanchez got us to do, you know, was a quarterback for us for two AFC championships, like yeah. He was not the catalyst of why we got there. It was all about our that's run a, game. That's the truth. Damn. So that's it. I'm going to go back as far as, say, for Pennington. I, I, I agree. And, you know, and this and this this is a hit, hit or miss. And it's not just – it's for Joe, it's for Joe Douglas. And um, we – man, I'm hoping that he's the guy. I know how you feel, Kyle. You know, he's, he's the guy and, you know, you're cheering for him. <laughs> and I know who your choices was. And, you know, I think all, all of us Jet fans have have a right to, to, sp- to speak on it. But at the end of the day, Wilson is our quarterback. So we have no other choice but to root for him. So don't, don't bash him across the head already because we don't even know what we're going to see on Saturday versus the um, Giants. You know, right. and, and what what we and what can we expect? Can we expect um can we expect the Jets to play one quarter like the starting unit or two like two quarters because it's only three preseason games um this year, right? Yeah, and I, I said I think that um I read something that said they're they're expecting um uh Wilson to uh play the the first quarter like the entire first quarter. So oh yeah, that's exciting. Even yeah, though I, even though I'll be in uh Florida, but man, that'd be exciting. I'm I'm gonna still try to check it out though. So yeah, yeah it's, it's 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 just to me, it's just you know, let's see, let's see what let's see what happens. And um, I'm I'm proud our defense is is doing their thing. Um, I think the D line is very exciting to look at. Uh, Very, <laughs> <laughs> you know, with Williams, Williams, Lawson, and and even though, but even though, you know what, even though Carl Lawson is going in there, I think he had three sacks today at practice too. Um, yeah. He's making he's making Beckton better for for the elite rushers, you know, because who knows what Lawson's going to do? It seems like Lawson's going for ten or more sacks. Yeah, as I said, he he definitely has the I'll say I think he has the the capability of doing that, you know, especially looking back at, you know, some of the stuff he was doing in Cincinnati and and just having the type of um the number of pressures that he had, you know, while he was over there. You know, pressures, you know, is literally like, you know, a second or half a second away from being sacked. So, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully uh those will translate over you know, to to us this year, especially looking at, you know, who he has on the line with him, you know, with Williams and um right. Kelsey and Franklin Myers. Like I said, did mm-hmm. we have a, a crew up front that can, you know, at least on paper that looks that can be very formidable against, you know, opposing offensive line. So it's mm-hmm. it's something to very much to, you know, be happy to look forward to. And I mm-hmm. said which you um, also speaking on the, um, the secondary, that's, you know, also a prime reason probably why the secondary is looking as good as they are because they have that pressure from, you know, these guys up front. So I'm, as I said, I'm looking forward for the, to this defense to do, um, 
really big things under under Salah in his first year. Correct. Um, I think the last thing I want to say about that defense, because if they, because if imagine Lawson Williams, Myers, and you know Falukasi go going after that QB, and it's hoping, and basically they just going after him the whole game. You know, it kind of helps out the cornerbacks because they don't have to, you know, watch the wide receiver for five, six seconds. You exactly. know, it could be a quick, a quick one, one point five, two seconds. You know, and it'll it'll help them out. They won't be uh tired, you know, and they also will be well well rested. So that's a great point, Kyle. Great point. Um, before we talk about the just new addition, um, I've been hearing uh that that a case for uh trading for uh CJ Henderson uh to making a trade. Do you think it's possible that they should make a trade for him, or should they just leave it alone at this point? Honestly, at this point, uh, I would say that we have the components right now to possibly leave it alone. You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. as I said, with the with the defensive line that we have, and you know, I would say, you know what? The, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go as far as saying the front seven because you know, obviously Mosley's not no slouch in the middle. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And you know, with Jared and uh, you know, my boy Nasladeen looking to be like that weak side guy. I think the front seven altogether is going to be a very solid crew. So right. the, the secondary, the secondary is going to, um, you know, definitely should have a a, a lighter um, workload, you know, coming mm-hmm. into the season with those guys up front, you know, creating pressures and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think Bless Austin made a, a great point. And the point was that um, he said that if what he said, he said if um, the reason why that um, bless Austin and like Paul basically stayed like they didn't make no trade was because those guys was top was, was could have been top pick. But but the injuries had stopped them. And I said, you know what, that's that's kind of a good point. When you really think of it, because wasn't both of them guys like second round material? Yeah, actually, and yeah, definitely at least um, second round. Yeah, um, I would say Hall, depending on who you talk, might have been late first, but absolutely second round um, grades. So I think both of those guys, you know, outside of them getting injured, it was a great, it was a great point. I think we should just leave it the way it is. Um, I think I think we should just leave it the way it is. It's just let those young guys uh, start. You know, when was the last time we actually had a nice a nice young cornerback group start? You know, it's been a, a real while. We'd always picked up veteran guys. Look what happened with Jermaine Johnson. And I don't even want to talk about him. <laughs> right. I don't want to talk about him. Um, you know, it's Cromartie, there's Reed, Revis, there's other guys, but we always pick up a veteran guy and. It just it doesn't seem to work out. Um, who else? Claiborne, uh, Morris Claiborne, and that didn't work out. Mm-hmm. So it's like let let the young guys start and let them learn us in Salah's system, and let's let's get the let's get the ball rolling. Um, mm-hmm. The Jets added new addition. Um, they added off of waivers uh, David Moore. Uh, mm-hmm. I know you excited for that one. Absolutely, bro. Like I said. Um... I tell everybody, like I said from the beginning when before the draft, I was like, I, I like this kid and, and was hoping that 
you know, the Jets would draft him maybe like in a late round situation, you know, sixth, seventh round. Um, you know, he did, he went undrafted. I was like, okay, maybe we can pick him up, you know, an unrestricted, you know, undrafted free agent, but, you know, Carolina picked him up first. So I was like, all right, you know, it is what it is. But I said, I'm happy that uh, we was able to get him, you know, and especially it's also cool, you know, him being from a H, um, HBCU school in Grambling. I said, I'm hoping that he mm-hmm. can, you know, come over, develop and, and put his stamp, you know, in the league. Right. And they and they said he was a hot a hot name on the waiver wire, you know. Um and this is this is crazy, you know. So and does he play right guard or does he play left guard? Um, I believe he plays right guard, but if I'm not oh, wow. mistaken, he also um has the ability to play center. So mm. that was like one of the big reasons why I was I was looking at him, you know, mm-hmm. you know, coming into the draft. Got you, got you, got you. I was just making sure because I didn't want to say, ah, you know, and you, you'd be like, yeah, but, I, you know, I ain't really, to be honest, I really didn't get to check, to check much on him. But, you know, but from, but from what people saying, people are, are really giving him uh, good reviews for him being, was he undrafted or was he drafted? No, I said he, he went undrafted and um, the Panthers had picked him up. I mean, but like I said, uh, he was a he was a big, you know, talk about um, guy in the senior bowl, you know. And I said mm. I, saw, I saw a video. I said my favorite video of him right now is like it's from the senior bowl when he went one on one in drills with um, um, Carlos Basham Jr. Mm-hmm. And like he made Basham. He looked like his little brother that he was just yoking up, because, <laughs> you know. You know, his little brother was, like, mad at him. He was like, no, nah, bro, let's just calm down. You're not going anywhere. Just exactly. stay right here. Be easy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and for, you know what I'm saying? He's a, he was a second-round pick. So for him to do like do that to somebody that was drafted that high, I, I, I can see his potential, you know, going forward, especially if he's, you know, has the right toolage behind him. Right, and I feel like I, I feel like we just can't wait for him to, uh, to play because he should be able to play this Saturday. So, you know, once 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 we get to know more, then we we watch the game, then y'all could check us out on the YouTube because we'll be talking more about that game and what 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 who we like and what to expect from there. So we're very excited for that. And man, I'm glad you had more more takes than me on this one, Kyle, because usually I'm on point, but I wasn't on point for this one. <laughs> So yeah, um, let's move along. Uh, Michael Thomas. Oh, sounds sound like it's not too good with the with the bequest. Um, look like he's asking for a trade. Uh, what 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 is going on with with Thomas and the Saints? And what team you think could be a good good fit for him? Oh man, um, the fact as far as the trade, like I can, I can totally see why he would want to trade like imagine going from drew Brees as your quarterback mm-hmm. to james winston like, <laughs> and remember that workout too called uh, with winston right. <laughs> think about it like this he's you know saying he's he's um he's 28 years old mm-hmm. so that means you know he's on the back end of his career so mm. for him i wouldn't want to waste a year with with you know, with Winston, like, 
Right. If I can go someplace and you know, you know, get a, a a being with a quarterback that that's at least you know slightly above average, you know, with his talent level, he should be able to, you know, get a couple more, you know, Pro Bowls or whatever. So I can definitely like I can perfectly understand the trade request at this point. Yeah. Um, sure. It's, it's just to me, it's just, oh, man, Thomas got a hell of a contract. Um, yeah. One team I can actually see, well, maybe two or three teams. Um, one, the first team I can actually see is possibly the Ravens because Rashad Bateman just got injured. And, and they'll have a number one wide receiver, and that will look great on, you know, it will look great on paper. Lamar right. Jackson could, could actually shine, you know, and and yes, he's an MVP with with his rushing, you know, running abilities and everything like that. But for him to to not have to rush so much and to have that number one wide receiver would be would be fantastic for for Baltimore. That's my number one team. Number two is is actually the um, and I hate to say the name, but it could be the Patriots. You know, look at the way how the Patriots spend, and they got the tight ends. They and you can't please don't tell me you can trust Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne. Come on, man. They 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 literally don't have a number one receiver, and and for and for me, I I don't know how long Cam is going to be able to start, but for Mac Jones, that could get Mac Jones going, and that'll be a start for him. You know, so I I could actually see the pay. I could actually see the Patriots, and the last team that I'm actually going to say um, is maybe potentially. Ooh, that's tough. Um, the Eagles, and the reason why I say the Eagles is because yes, they got Devonta Smith, but we but we still don't know what we're going to get out of him. We don't know if we're going to get him as a slot. We don't know what we're going to see out of him. So. Like I said, Michael Thomas could be number one wide receiver in either team, either of those three teams. But the reason the, the reason is is that they all need a number one wide receiver. You know, it can it can help Jalen Hurts, it can help Mac Jones, it could also help Lamar Jackson, you know, the Florida State careers. That's that was my that was my three teams. And yeah, it took me a little while, but at the same time, I wanted to make sure that. You know, <laughs> I picked some solid teams. Yeah, I would say, if anything, um, honestly, I guess based because of who they lost, uh, I can one team I can see him going to also because of just the caliber of quarterback that they have. Not sure if the money would work, but if they, if the Falcons was to find a way to get him, ooh, oh my, you know what I'm saying? Like, ooh, him, him, rid, um. Uh, Pitts. Oh my and, goodness! And and, and Ridley. Ridley. Oh, that's you know what I mean. That that would make a extremely dynamic trio. Um, another team I would say who has they have a bit of cap space. You know, with like seventeen million in cap space right now, mm-hmm. would be the Chargers. Yeah. Imagine him up with Keenan Allen for the you know for their sophomore quarterback. You know what I mean that. Play yeah. you know, 
above what a lot of people thought he was going to play. So number one team. That's that's another team where I could say, okay, if you have, you know, two guys of that caliber, you know what I mean? Like that's perfect for your young, you know, your young and up and coming uh, uh, quarterback. And yeah. um, I would say probably lastly, you know, maybe if he wants to, you know, go somewhere. Well, that's that. I don't know if he would want to go there because, like I said, he's a rookie. But um, maybe the Jags. Jags got the cap space. Jags had the cap space. You know, they have their their phenom at, you know, a quarterback, and they got some pieces around that can be, you know, good contributor pieces. You know, with um. Mm -hmm. Uh, the room at Etienne. Yes, because Etienne, they they marked him as a wide receiver now. You know what I mean? Like uh, him, Etienne, and 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 LT. Also, the uh, DJ Chalk. Oh yeah, So, like I said, that's that's another place where I think he can fit in and just be, you know, automatically just change the whole dynamic of of you know of that team's offense. Either 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 way, what team he's going, he's going he's going to make sure the, the quarterback, them quarterbacks is going to flourish. So I don't I don't see a trade happening now, but I can see it happening uh, before the deadline, which is week eight, week nine, if I'm correct. Yeah, I could see that happening, but it'll be tough. But if the chief, if the chief, somebody like the Chiefs get them, then then it's over. <laughs> you might as well give him the Super Bowl. <laughs> Just throw, throw, throw the rings at him. <laughs> throw the rings at him. <laughs> but yeah, um, let, let's move along. Uh, Josh Allen made the contract extension six years, $258 million, $150 million guaranteed. I know Baker Mayfield and Lamar Jackson are happy. Um, Josh Allen, we we not gonna we not we we both not gonna act like he didn't serve the contract after a wonderful year. Um, he definitely he definitely is flourishing his game, but at the same time, um, what what could this mean for Lamar Jackson? Because we we expected Lamar Jackson to get more money, and you know, just my opinion with Baker Mayfield, I feel like he, he's gonna get paid, but he's not gonna get paid as much as Josh Allen. Um, what's what's your take on it? Um, honestly, um, I'm going to say that not to say that he shouldn't have got paid, but I do think that the contract is, a, I'm say a bit much for a guy that really had one good year. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like subliminal shot. <laughs> he had one good year and that, that one good year came with him getting a top five receiver added to you know his uh his offense you know Stefan Diggs was was that dude for him mm -hmm. you know what I mean so I don't know if it's it's totally outright to say okay well he's the catalyst to warrant that type of money but I also understand you know you you do it based off of you know your last performance you know just look at Dak that last performance was great, which ended up getting him, you know, the contract that he, he ended up getting. So, you know, with that, I understand. But um, with that being said, 
I don't see how at least Jackson could get anything less. Agree. You know what I mean? Like he's he's shown to be the superior quarterback of the five drafted that year. Like yes. it's not, to me, it's not even close. You know yes. what I mean? So I can only imagine what type of of contract he's going to warrant. You know, in his extension. Sadly enough, I do think he might end up getting shafted in some way, in shape or form. Ooh. Because, you know, you got people like think about it. There's people out there like what was it? Um, was it Bucky Brooks that was talking yes. about get rid of him and draft a new quarterback? Like, bro, are you serious? Like, have you not seen Lamar Jackson play with the type of talent that he had around him? His best receiver for the past couple of years is is Andrews. Agree. And I mean, like, come on, bro. And he still was able to do some things with just that. So as I said, I, I think he's, he might get maybe slightly less than what um, Allen got. But to me, I think he would deserve more. Oh, yeah, this, this is all right. So this is, it's not a real debate with us, but um, <laughs> I, for him to be an MVP, um, for, for Lamar Jackson to be MVP, um, young age, take take the Ravens to the playoffs um, three years in a row, finally got out of the first round. I'm proud of, proud of him. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I, I think he deserves more. I'm not saying, I'm not saying shit. I'm not saying he should be going less, but I'm thinking that he he's he should be close. It's who's the who's the top five highest quarterbacks right now? Because I don't want to say the daredevil and be like, well, he deserved more than uh Dak Prescott. He deserved more than Wilson because that's out of control. Now that's out of control, <laughs> you know, right. but he deserved at least. He does. He he deserves his flowers, and I'm not going to sit here and just be like, "Well, this man don't don't deserve. He deserves more than than Josh Allen." Because look at the numbers that he put up. He put up better numbers than Allen, at least two without two out of the first two out of three years, not last season, but right. but the but the two seasons before he put up hella numbers, and we can't and we can't avoid that. And he still played decent last last year last season, so. I don't. I feel like we shouldn't avoid that, you know. Yes, Josh Allen, uh, he did. He did good. Um, he okay. The first year, 10, 10 touchdowns, twelve interceptions. We we know that's that's rookie rookie stuff. Second year, twenty touchdowns, nine interceptions, rating eighty five, um, three thousand passing yards. Then when they went out and got digs, we saw what the numbers is. That's so. Imagine if Michael Thomas was there. And Lamar Jackson was playing with him. Lamar Jackson could possibly put up put up the same numbers, and also, and also, um, also he got the rushing yard like like Mike Vick. So, yes, sir. So, like I said, you know, like I I know I went against them playoffs, but I what I what I will do is give that man his credit, and I think he deserved more than Josh Allen. Now for Baker Mayfield. I would say he 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 probably would get a little bit low. He took him to the AFC Championship game, player option, but it's 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 going to be tough because I feel like they playing it by year with uh with Mr. Baker Mayfield and 
you don't know what you what what to get out of bacon. And I and I like bacon, but at the same time, I don't know. Yeah, I was actually I'm just looking at the the top five guys right now, which mm-hmm. is um, Mahomes, Allen, Dak, um, Deshaun, and um, Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson's the low guy with 30, 35 million a year. So it's like, where exactly would you put, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Where exactly Uh, would you put him? Because I felt like Josh Allen should be five, well, not even five, six. Because if it wasn't for Aaron Rodgers' um, contract, Rodgers should be right up there in the top five. Yeah. You know, Watson Watson should have been third. it should have been maybe Rogers two and um, Mahomes one because you know we know Mahomes is one for a while. You know Dak should be like four, and it's just like I said, it's just my take. But where would I put him? Uh, I oh, I want to put him above. I want to put him above Dak. Josh Allen's getting paid too much though, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> See now you gotta be sitting there and, like. Like, like think about it. playing Jeopardy. I'm playing Jeopardy in my head right now. <laughs> this is making too much money. What the hell should I say? <laughs> yeah, Josh is making two million less a year than Patrick Mahomes right now. Whew. Jesus. With no Super Bowl ring. <laughs> right, 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 right. And, and Jackson don't have no Super Bowl ring, but like I said, he should get paid more than more than Allen. But I think we'll see what the contract is. But you know what also the problem is? Before we uh, switch the subject, the problem is with that is Lamar Jackson doesn't have an a- agent. He he's basically gambling on himself, and we are and we talked about this before um, yeah. with like Richard Sherman and Teddy Bruschi. I don't know how it's going to play out for Lamar Jackson, so I can understand why you why you said he might get short stick because they might do they might do that to him because he is own agent. Yep. This is a gamble. <laughs> it's a serious gamble game. But when we figure out more about that, we'll, we'll, we'll let you know. You know, we, we feel well, like the crazy thing is, is that where every time we talk about somebody, that's when things happen. Like if it's not <laughs> a couple of days, it's, it's a week later. We like, okay, like, well, we're, we're genies now. <laughs> Yeah, so other than Josh Allen, Darius Leonard signed his contract extension. We just talked about him last week. That's crazy. Five years, 99.25 mil. Whew. The highest paid inside linebacker. We just spoke about him last week, Kyle. Um, uh, any, any, take, any takes on that? Um. Outside that he's well deserving of that money, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> like we were so yeah when we was talking about the linebackers, you know, we we had him right up there with um, the Wagners and the Warners, you know what I mean? So yes, the fact that there's literally I think like two million dollars separating, you know, annually separating the three guys, like yeah, no one can should be able, no one should complain about that. That's right about where the ballpark is if all three of those guys are within $2 million of each other. Like, that's that's just what it is. And I yeah. said he's well-deserving of it. 
Yeah, he definitely deserved that contract. Put up a lot of great numbers. And shout out to you, Mr. Leonard. We spoke about you last week. Then all of a sudden it happens. That's why I said we 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 just genies. We talk about somebody and then it just happens out the blue. Then we like, oh, there you go. Now now we got something to talk about again. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So and other than that, not just speaking on them, uh, the one first Jets fans, including myself, I'm very upset. Xavier Howard is staying the Dolphin. Reconstruct his contract, which is which is uh crazy because it was like 16 million and. He'll get bonus incentives. He get bonus money incentives and all incentives and all that and all that good stuff. Um, why why was this? Why was it so important for the Dolphins to keep him? Because remind you, Kyle, last week he requested the trade, and all of a sudden they just found a way to re- rework the contract that he's in now to make him to make him you know get the money that he's getting. All right. I said I, I think at the end of the day, uh they had they had to do something to uh to keep that core together, you know, with um uh, with Byron Jones being there and being type of caliber, you know, corner that he has, having Howard, you know, there as well. Like in this league that's you know becoming a passing league, you know, corners are, are very valuable. So when you have one of the best, it, it makes sense for you to, you know, to try and keep them. So it's, you know, it's to our detriment because, you know, it just makes uh, one more team, you know, in our, in our um, division, just that more formidable, but, you know, but it's definitely a, a, a smart play on uh, Miami's part, you know, to keep them, especially I would yes. say, you know, hearing what's coming out of um, their camp, you know, they're going to need some defense because it seems like their offense ain't doing too well with two or throwing, you know, picks all over the place. So and that it, it makes sense for them to, um, you know, at least have make sure that one side of the ball is, is intact. <laughs> yeah. And shout, uh, shout out to the Dolphins for keeping them. Uh, trust me. I, I, as soon as uh, I think it was Adam Schefter that, that reported it, uh, all I saw on Twitter was Jets fans saying no, and I said the same thing, and I was just so sad for for like five seconds, and I was like, okay, we, we got to move on now <laughs> because I, I really wanted Xavier Howard, but he wants to stay a Dolphin. Congratulations. Um, we'll we'll see them when the season comes, and and there you go. You know, we'll we'll keep that moving. Um, let's get into. Remember last week we did our NFC and AFC. East rank of quarterback. So now that now this is an interesting one for this week because we got the NFC and the AFC West from eight to one. So um Kyle, I'm gonna let you uh matter of fact, I'm gonna start it off because I, I got the little I got the little daredevil game right now and I'm ready <laughs> to play. I'm ready to roll the dice. So number eight, um Andrew Locke. I meant no, sorry, Drew Locke. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Don't, don't, don't shoot the messenger. Drew Locke. <laughs> number eight is Drew Locke. Um, number seven, who did I pick? Who did I pick? Oh, Jesus. Because now I'm trying to remember. I'm just trying to remember because, I damn, I just had it. It was Drew Locke. Then number seven. 
All right. Seven. Julak. Seven is car. I want to know. Seven is car. Or did I choose somebody else? See, this is oh, this is killing me because I just had it and now and now no, no, all right. Seven is Guapolo. Six is car. And the reason okay. why I the reason why I chose Guapolo at seven is because we don't know what to expect out of him. And it's times where I we 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 can see like the 200 yards from him and we can see it from Carr, but Carr Carr to me has some better performances. They just can't get to the playoffs to save their life. So <laughs> I have seven is Guapolo, six is Carr, five. Which, which I know people might be pissed off. Kyler Murphy. Four. Justin Herbert. I really, I really like Justin Herbert. So <laughs> four is Herbert. This now, now, now the now the going gets tough. Three is Stafford. Two is Wilson. One is Mahomes. Okay. I said I. I... Thinking about that list, I would say pretty much that's that's I'm on the same level as that. You know, definitely, uh, yeah, definitely. Drew Lock is is at the bottom of the list. Oh, Lock or I would say um, Bridgewater, whoever starts over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. So I forgot about Mister Bridgewater, but but I've been hearing some good things about Drew Lock. I'm actually, I actually, um. So it's actually having some great things about Drew Locke so far, which is shock, which is to me shocking. But yeah, good. But go right ahead, Carl. My apologies. That's uh, right. Like, but I said definitely, whoever, like I said, whoever is starting in Denver, they're they're going to be eight. Um. Yeah. Then I said definitely next. Uh. It's tough. Yeah, those two was tough. Right, because because Carr Carr has shown, you know, what I'm saying he's shown that he can play or whatever. But yeah. the problem with Garoppolo is never his play; it's always his availability. But when he's on Ooh. the field, he normally does his thing, and mm. he's doing it for the most part with less talent. He doesn't have the same receiver core like they have, like out in the you know, in Vegas. Well, so, other than Kettle, because you know Kettle is, a, is the second best uh, tight end, other than right. Kelsey. But I'm saying, think about it. Okay, and and mm-hmm. uh, Carr got um, Waller. So yeah, yeah, Waller just started being an animal. He's top five right now. So yeah, so like it's definitely a toss up between them two for seven and six. Ooh, um, five. Five, I'm going to go. Uh, I, I, this, this is yeah, tough. Right. This week is tough. <laughs> that's, a def, that's definitely another toss up. Um, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to go with um, Kyler just because I believe he has the better offensive weapons. So he's more, I think he's partially more product of who's around him. And mm. his talent in comparison to Herbert. Mm. So 
yeah, that's my five, and then Herbert four, and yeah, the top three is uh, Stafford and Wilson, and then Mahomes. Like the whole thing, the reason why I chose Herbert over um, over uh, Kyler is because. Remember, Herbert went against top-tier teams last season. He was able to perform at a high level. And the whole thing was, the problem was they just couldn't finish the games. And he and he took them down the field to, to you know what I'm saying, to put them down there to, to win the games, but they just couldn't execute. And the kid deserves some, some credit because I felt like nobody – Nobody really expected him to really play at a high level for his first year, you know? So mm-hmm. now that was like, oh, now we need the game plan for him. That means they show they showed that respect to him, you know. And and when and when you and with the Cardinals, when you have Hopkins on your team, you're they, <laughs> of course they're gonna look at you because you got the number one, if not, if not top three wide receivers in the league. So of course they're gonna they're gonna be like oh let's game plan for Murray because he can do both run and he can he can throw the ball but with Herbert Herbert can, can throw and he and he and he and they put and he made a name for himself so that's why I kind of it's a toss up but I I was like you know what Herbert you you deserve it and I and I I never really look at, at rookies as like the top five well except for Andrew. Andrew Luck, actually Andrew Luck, not not Drew Luck, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, like, other than Andrew Luck, um, like, yeah, Herbert, Herbert, really excited for him. Shout out to him. Can't wait to see what he does for the Chargers this season. And um, last but not least, before we get up out of here, Kyle, um, uh, let's get a quick preview of the Jets and, and Giants. Uh, game even though most people is going to be watching just the first quarter to watch the, the first string but I feel like we need to watch the, the whole game to see who you know who's performed well who didn't um what what are you expecting from 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 Wilson and um Wilson and the offense and uh and also the defense um I'm expecting honestly I'm expecting the offense to look very vanilla you know just to be you know, come out and concentrate more so on, you know, just executing the play properly outside of, you know, trying to be too fancy and, you know, with the play calling and stuff. So I expect it to be very vanilla. Um, I'm actually looking forward to, you know, uh, the second stringers coming in because there are some people that, like I said, I want to see exactly how they're going to perform in uh, Salah's uh, defense. You know, um, like with the the Sheldon Rankins, um, I also want to see what's what's going to happen with um Isaiah Dunn because he's been a hot topic in terms of the yeah. secondary. Yeah. Uh, who else? Uh, I think my my dude is injured, so I know I'm not if I'm not mistaken, he's injured, so I won't be able to see him. Um, and Marshall, the de- um, defensive end, Marshall. I think he's. I think he might be injured, so I don't know if he's going to play. But I would have, you know, that would have been nice to see, you know, see him on the field. Yeah. Um, who else? That's yeah, it. But just I would say, if anything, a lot, a lot of the rookies, you know, Michael Carter, um, mm-hmm. 
or well, both Carters, both uh, the running back and the uh, the corner. Mm-hmm. You know, to see what see what some of these new guys are going to do. So, I said, I'm I said, I'm actually more excited about seeing, you know, the the second stringers come into play just to see what they're capable of, than seeing the first team because I, I I have a feeling that it's just going to be very vanilla based um, offensive calling and just you know seeing how they're going to execute. Yeah, and for me, I, I just want to see, I want us to actually see what, how, how Wilson um, reacts because his scrimmage game was not, not fantastic, but right. let's see what he, he could do against the actual team. You know, Leonard Williams actually performed well last year, and I think a lot of us wasn't expecting it, but you know, like that Giants defense is, is really decent, and and to see Wilson actually play against an actual defense with Elijah Moore, because I, I, I'm, at this point, Elijah Moore has to start. You know, even Odell Beckham said the, the guy is going to be good because he knows a lot of stuff that Odell Beckham doesn't didn't get to know <laughs> when he was a rookie. So, you know, it just seems like Elijah Moore, I want to see what he does against the actual defense. That's, whew, because like I said, if Elijah Moore does it against Giants defense and, all these other defenses, then we we in for a ride this season. You know, we might potentially get more as a uh, offensive rookie of the year. You know, it's a lot of great players this year, but I'm just saying we might have to put his name up there. Maybe, maybe it all depends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But other than that, that's it for our pod. That's it for our episode. Um, Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Just Fans Podcast. Also, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube page, NY Just Fans, and because we're definitely coming with our um, first video very soon. And as always, we do this for y'all every week. Until next week, we're taking flight.